I'm Shannon. Wait, I'm not Shannon. <laughs> Nope, 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 nope. I'm already drunk. <laughs> so you know my story about Grease 2 and how I didn't know musicals was a movie genre and I thought when I went to high school everyone would sing and dance the back to school song and yep, be do. excited to be there. I do know this story. So I happened to catch on reels the other day, like sororities doing little back to school dances, little dance back to school tiki talks. And I sent one you to were, you. And you were jealous. <laughs> I was jelly. I sent one to you because I was jelly. I was like, oh, my dream is coming true. It's the back to school dance. It's a back to school dance trend. Woo! Except now it's everywhere in my feed. Every single sorority in the United States is doing this TikTok challenge. Shannon, isn't that what you wanted? Didn't you want didn't you want every single school in the country to have a back to school dance? I guess. <laughs> I guess. It's okay. It's okay that that's not what you really It's okay that now you, that you are over 40, you can admit that that's not what you really want. It was fine when it was like a couple half a dozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple doing their thing. But now it's like Everyone now it's like now it's a competition. Who can do the most? Who can do like the the biggest and the best back to school dancey like, TikTok? Like when we were all trying to outdo each other on the Harlem Shake. Exactly. So pick your favorite sorority. Do a hashtag search. Go ahead. Do try adults. They seem to be egging each other on pretty well. Uh, but if you just go to your Instagram Reels feed, like they're everywhere. Can't cannot miss them at this point. And there's not just one song. Like a lot of people are doing a Beyonce song, uh, but there's a few different songs people are doing. So it's back to school, back to school. I want to go back, mm, back, back to school again. It would have been amazing if someone had done that song. It would instead of like Beyonce. Um, I concur with that one hundred percent. I really, truly want them to do the Grease two one. Whoa, whoa! I gotta go. Back to school again. Okay, I'm done. Geology and history are just a thing. <laughs> Biology and chemistry destroys my brain. Grease 2 is the best movie ever. Okay. Full stop. Okay. I said what I said. Yep, that's, that's a hot take. So is Batman and Robin. Or is it Batman Forever? The one with Batgirl. The one with nipples. <laughs> nipples and one, Mr. Freeze. And, nipples one. And Poison Ivy. That one. That one. We should, we have not done a day drinking episode in years. I know we haven't. Our last one was here. I know. When we did Property Brothers. Yeah. And that, was, that was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. It's like three years ago. That was a summer thing that we used to do. I don't know. Summers have been weird. Summers have been weird recently. I'm like, also, I don't know how we even did that with your kid around. Like, she just feels <laughs> like she takes up so much energy and effort. Our first one with your child, you were like, you need to take care of the baby all day so that Maggie and I can get drunk and record. And Scott was like, oh, I took her for a walk in the stroller. What else do you want me to do? And you were like, feed her? Change her diaper? Care for our child? Could just take her to Granny's. Get the fuck out of here and go see Granny. 
And like you had to jump up and be like, wait, did you put sunscreen on the baby? (laughs) And I was like, this is really harsh in my vibe. (laughs) Okay. So I still haven't, I want to, I really want to get mildly high Mm -hmm. and watch dude, where's my car? Okay. I I think we should record that. Yeah. Or I think we should go full ham and watch a 90s Batman movie and drink and make fun of it. What did you just tell? There was something that you wanted to do. There was something else we talked about, There was something else that we talked about, and whatever that was, was in my mind as we were going to do that. But yeah, we can do... I have forgotten. We can do a day drinking episode. We can figure that out. We should figure that out. It's, it's It's a fun tradition that we stopped. Remember when I was super drunk and I threw a temper tantrum and threw pizza? <laughs> yeah, I think that was during the Ferris Bueller one, <laughs> which Ferris Bueller um, one. is coming soon. Uh, I'm going to start doing Throwback Thursdays again. So I have preloaded every Thursday for everyone's listening enjoyment the month of September and October loaded. Oh, no. Yeah. And November. Wait. No, no. October. I am having a look on my face because I'm like, what if it's one of the past ones where I said something horribly problematic that I wish I hadn't said? Well, I didn't re-listen to them. I know. I that's why my that's why my face found looked, them and posted them. That was why my face looked like that. So it's getting drunk with Ferris Bueller, um, Property Brothers, and Fixer Upper, which are two separate ones. So there's going to be one each for that. And there's another getting drunk episode where we just got day drunk and talked shit all day. That's a good time. That was in the apartment too, I think. Mm-hmm. Or it might have been here because it was very echoey when mm-hmm. I like st- listened to a little bit of it. Or I might be confusing that with the Trump live election coverage. That one was really echoey because we had, we had moved in, but there wasn't a lot of furniture in here yet. So then for the month of October, so we have day drinking episodes loading in September. And then for the month of October, we have all of our past live election coverages Amazing. as we lead up to mid-year, mid, midterm primary, midterm elections. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't think we bitched about the student loan forgiveness, the student loan extra large I payment plan. did tell you that we could on the next podcast. Yeah. So let's discuss. Let's jump right the fuck in. I'm so fucking salty about that. Yeah. He promised debt forgiveness. Yeah. I have $45,000 left to pay off of a $68,000 bill mm-hmm. that I had been consistently paying off for the last 12 years because I took like six years of forbearance till they wouldn't let me have forbearance anymore. They're like, bitch, you better stop paying because we have let you have forbearance for an extra long time now. Mm-hmm. So I got my undergrad and then uh, two years I paid a little bit. And then two years later, I started a graduate program, which puts you in forbearance automatically when you go back to school. Yes. And so then when I got done with that, I was still like, oh, I'm still fucking broke. Uh. So <laughs> I asked for forbearance for as long as I could till they were like, bitch, you better pay now. Yeah. And so I went on the super extended plan. And pay like $350 a month towards my student loans. Mm -hmm. I should be on the regular income-based payment plan, but that would make my payments like $800-some dollars a month. And I just don't want to waste money on my student loans. Mm -hmm. 
Because to me, in my head, a student loan is like a mortgage. Like, you're always going to have it. I'm in no fucking rush to pay it off because mine are federally backed and have a super low interest rate. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've never been concerned about my student loans. Plus, when you die, they're forgiven. So that's not a debt my family has to worry about when I die. However, I am slightly concerned that I might still be paying off a student loan when my student goes to college. I mean, your student is about to be in third grade. Yeah, so she's eight. I've saved zero for her college so far. So what the math is telling me is that you are definitely still going to be yeah. paying your loan when she gets to school. So when Biden promised to pay off st all student loans, I was like, woo! I can finally start putting $350 a month toward my child's yeah, college. college. So when he came out with his plan, he's like, I'm going to give you $10,000. I was like, what? Wait, what? To quote my daughter, wait, what? Squeeze me? Baking powder? Maggie, do you know how much it cost me to go to college my first year at Central Michigan University in 1996? The mm. whole year? All the tuition? No. How much did it cost It was $13,000 in mm -hmm. loans that I took out mm -hmm. for tuition, room and board, and living expenses. And the only living expenses I got out of that was like $1,600. Right. So out of a $13,000 loan between me and my father... Because they only let a freshman take out so much in loans. Right. Because they don't want you to get into crippling debt, which is bullshit. So just give me the money, assholes. Um, 13 grand. Yeah. So that $10,000 doesn't even cover my freshman year of college from 1996. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I just, I just feel like it's an incredible slap in the face. It is. It's just like... It's like my uncle Joe died and he left me 10 grand and I have decided of my own free will to pay a chunk of my. Okay, go ahead. It's not even that. In, it's not even that because in that example, you got to choose what you did with that $10,000 and that's what you chose would be the best thing for you and your family. I am so fucking mad about how many stupid dumbasses are out there being like people who have never had $10,000 in their bank in their lives are now having to write checks to people who were so stupid that they got into debt. And I'm like, that's not how it works, asshole. Plus, this is right. all those PPP loans were forgiven, which I didn't even know was a thing. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know they just decided to forgive those. I didn't either. Millions of dollars that go to single people were forgiven, not even one payment. And I've been fucking paying on my loans for years and years and years. Yeah. You could pay off my 45 grand. Thank you fucking much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just $10,000. Agreed. If cunt face Marjorie Taylor Greene got 100 grand magically forgiven you can wave your magic wand and fucking delete the fake money that i owe you to begin with right because that's all it is this is not real money it is just money on a ledger let's say that i loaned you ten dollars and then i told you that you owed me an interest of a dollar a day like you would never be able to pay that back off right and then at some point in the future I was like, I'm going to erase $100 from your debt. Like, that's just fucking made up money on a piece of Right, paper. you made up the terms and agreements. Like, I it's made just up. fucking made up. It's just fucking made up. None of it was real money, except for what comes out of your hand and goes to them. $10. I know. So, I'm just, I'm annoyed. Like, I'm, I'm been... just fucking salty about it. And people are like, oh, big, that's so great. I'm like, no, go big or go home. Yeah. And you 
fucking pussied out. I don't even want to say pussied out because it's like scrotum. Scrotum out. out. You scrotum out and took the low hanging fruit instead of fighting for what you promised on your campaign trail, which was student debt forgiveness. And how about we just make public education through secondary education free? Mm -hmm. You know what? Make the kids pay for their master's degree and their graduate degrees. That's fine because there's programs that help with that. There's additional federal programs that help you cover those. But give us an undergraduate education for free, especially if that is the norm to get a job in our economy, a college degree. It should be fucking free. It's free everywhere else in the world. Yeah. I can't tell you all, all my graduates, all my exchange students want to come here to the U.S. for college and all of their parents are like, yeah, no, you can stay home. Mm-hmm. And get free college in mm-hmm. Germany. You can stay home and get free college in Finland. Yeah, no, you're going to stay home and get free college in Latvia. Yes. Or your ass is going to get a scholarship somewhere else. Correct. Yeah, no, don't you're going to stay home in Indonesia. <laughs> like, they're yeah. all at home. Even the Ukraine, which is in the middle of a goddamn war, has free college. Yeah. I know. It's real. It's fucking messed up. And like... When I was in high school still, when you were in high school still, um, most public um, things were, were way more funded than they are now, like majority funded. Oh, and yeah. Now- With that crash in 2008, all of the funding disappeared. So uh, higher education institutions are reliant on their tuition dollars. In ways that they never used to be before. Correct. Yep, And they still have to pay staff and faculty and still keep up with inflation. And it's just impossible at this point. Yeah. When I opened up the Michigan education savings plan for my daughter when Mm -hmm. she was zero. When she was an infant. When she was an infant, they estimated to me that I would need to save $800,000 for her undergraduate degree. (laughs) That's exactly what I said. I remember this. I remember in my head it was a million. That was, that's $47,000 a year that I need to put in a savings account for my daughter to go to college in 17 years. Yeah. My dad, you know, you know, he's a, my dad's a big old Democrat. He always like go, only votes Dem. He always like helps Democrats, you know, does fundraising things. And he and I got into a fight about this and he was, he was not for the loan forgiveness stuff. And he was like, you know, if you choose art history major and you can't make a living, that's your fault. And I'm like, people don't know how their lives are going to go. You don't know how your life is going to go. I have so Did, did ma- that hit like closer to home than he thinks it did? He doesn't realize his daughter's a theater major. Did, no, he, he, he was. That? I mean, no, first of all, he was deliberately insulting me. But... <laughs> um. I have been unsuccessful due to mental illness, which is exactly what I'm talking about. Of like, you don't fucking know how your life is going to go. I went back and got a master's degree, so I would, the U of M would be forced to pay me more. I don't think I knew that. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I actually did stage management in college, which is a real job. 
that real people it's a skill yeah it's a real tough job it's it's a it's a and it's a unionized job mm-hmm. like i have good bennies with good bennies i actually did train for something useful in college i just got out of college and fell flat on my fucking face we also decided that that was a lifestyle you didn't want to live yes because like they're theater people are really fucking crazy i mean it was actually you know second semester my senior year i am about to graduate and i said i am tired of crazy people dictating my daily survival and existence so you are correct i decided i didn't want to be a stage manager when i got out of school because i just felt yanked around by crazy people all the time Mm -hmm. being like this is my whim that's my whim go do it make it happen and i'm standing there being like I am 22 years old. I don't know how to do these things that you are like, Mm -hmm. I am not magical. Yes, you are. Come on. That's what your job is. Be magical. That was what my job was. But I didn't. I I guess you could have tried in hindsight. You could have done that a few years and then found a different way to utilize those skills, like maybe in the movie industry or something. I don't know. The reason I went to Disney World was because I wanted to get into events. That was my whole plan. That was my whole plan was going there. And then they just fucking yanked me around and wouldn't even let me move up to become a trainer when I'd been trainers at multiple previous jobs. Like, you know, like I got out, thought I was going to be recognized for my brilliance as I always had been in life. And they were like, get fucked, college kid. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. You know, like, but like, I, ha- everyone does not get a trophy from the mouse. <laughs> no, but, but I wasn't expecting an everybody trophy. Like, yeah. let me tell you a story from my childhood. I once went to South Africa on the People to People Student Ambassador Program. Do you remember the People to People Student Ambassador Program? I do not. It was a thing where they would send kids to different countries on these like student trips to learn about different cultures. And I went to South Africa in 1996. And my last three days of my trip to South Africa in 1996 were in Cape Town at a homestay. So we did a homestay for like three nights. And we also went to school with these with these students. And I didn't say or do anything to my recollection, but the teacher sniffed me out as a smart nerd and put me in charge of the class <laughs> when they had to leave and go do something. So I, the international visiting student, was in charge of a class of South African children while the teacher went to go do something. I'm not lying. That happened. (laughs) Like people my whole life growing up were like, oh, you are a smart and capable nerd and just gave me shit, gave me jobs, recognized me, trusted you, empowered you, empowered me. And so I got and then and then you go to U of M and you know, this is fucking true because you work there. And they were like, you are going to graduate with a name brand degree. Everybody's going to you're going to get a job anywhere you want. Everybody's going to recognize that you went to Michigan. Mm-hmm. jerk you off jerk you off jerk you off the michigan difference and then i get out in the world and they're like i don't give a fuck what you did <laughs> and i was like what i am smart and capable <laughs> they told me they told me i'm smart and capable and i need a job anywhere i want <laughs> you know and like looking back on it it seems very obvious but like how was i supposed to fucking know how the world worked right well for some students it does work like that 
yeah. the Ross School of Business students, they they are treated like that. They do get high paying jobs. They walk out with their undergraduate degree making sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year first job out. I still and expected they guarantee to, that sorry. and they help them get those jobs and they do it. And it just fucking blows my mind. Well, that is that is not what I expected, but I did expect to go out, go into the workforce, get a job, have my bosses immediately recognize that I am a smart and capable person and do things. Like I remember being at Disney World and being trained and my trainer being like, you know, Disney's so great. They've really helped me with my career because I'm a trainer now. And I was like, how incredibly pathetic that he thinks that that is like his degree like that is his success that that is his like that they have helped his career well that was that was his goal though right that is his success but like i had always been asked to train other people at previous jobs i trained so many people to teach swim lessons at the pool for four four years like all the time the first year i didn't but like the next three years there i was like oh we're gonna have maggie train them how to teach lessons i had always been a trainer and so I was like, that's not a career up. That's just like, you're the not idiot at the job. <laughs> you know, I mean, I was a an assistant manager at a country club pool, and I never even applied for that position. They were just like, of all the lifeguards who are coming back this year, Maggie is the most responsible and made me the assistant manager. Like, that was always how my life had gone. So I just thought I was going to go places and they were going to be like, yeah, we need you to train so-and-so. We need you to, we need you to move up to the manager position. Like, I just thought that that was how it was going to continue because that is how it had always been. I thought I I was going to go to a job and my bosses would recognize that I was competent and smart. They didn't, they did not give a fucking shit about that. Let me tell you. Well, they do. You just ended up working for a lot of dickhead bosses that shouldn't have been bosses to begin with a lot of that is true because they had there is a phenomenon in everywhere everywhere you are employed of promoting up up because you don't want to deal with the idiot below you Mm -hmm. so instead of firing them they promote them up and out of their hair Mm -hmm. and that is rampant in industry everywhere it's rampant everywhere i still see at the u of m incompetent people getting promoted up and out because no one wants to take the time to be like, you're an asshole. You don't know what you're doing and fire them. Yeah. You know what? I think that that's what happened with all rather make them someone else's problem than deal with it. That's what I think happened with one of my old managers at Disney world. Um, at the time I was racist and I would say she was a diversity hire because I was like, how could somebody so incompetent and assholey be in this job? And she was a black woman. But I think it was just that. I don't think it was diversity hire. I think it was just she kept on getting promoted up and out because she was so fucking terrible. The people just didn't. And then, no, because she's a black woman, no one wants to fire her. Nobody fucking wants to fire her. Because they don't want to be accused of being racist. Right. But like when you're just a shitty employee, she was just a shitty employee. I she was in charge of two groups at Kilimanjaro Safari. She was in charge of trainers and show observers. And my friend, Chris, she was in both of those things. And Esther was this horrible boss's name was going down the line. And these are 
a group of people who she trains and mentors and like stop. Wait, first she jumps over her because she clearly can't remember her name, goes back up the line and then comes back and goes Kim when it was Kristen. Like, how do you not know the name of this person who you mentor? Who you train and mentor. In two different groups because Chris was in both. She was a show observer and a trainer. Like, that that's the level of incompetence that yeah. she was. Oh, well, that, that, that's a circle. That's a journey we took. I hope you all enjoyed that. Let's complain. It's called hashtag let's complain about capitalism. From <laughs> <laughs> ranting about pe- peppy cheerleaders welcoming back to school to student loans and bad managers. You get everything. You get a, that more thing. That's why, it's, and that's why it's that more thing. That, that more thing. Um, hey, do we have more any white guys? Thing. White guys we hate? I mean, I think just the standard ones always, but I know no one is standing out to me. Did DeSantis do anything crazy this week? Um, I just saw a picture of him wearing really bad suit, bad fitting suits. Mm. <laughs> so like, like what's wrong with his arms? He can't lift up his arms. His suit pits are down here. Get suits that fit, men. That's hilarious. <laughs> God damn it, DeSantis. Um, oh, what I- about content? Were you going to say a man you hate? Oh, no, no, no. I was. I wanted to give a shout out to oh. any new international listeners that we might be picking up sometime soon, possibly from Chile. So, hola. Hola. Bienvenidos. Uh, we can't, that more thing does not translate. Ese mas cosa. <laughs> that does, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Doesn't. <laughs> Probably sounds just as fucked up. In Spanish, as it does in English, that more thing that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but it was something I said drunk. Yeah, so more of that thing. Must that more thing? That, that more thing. <laughs> it makes less sense in Spanish, I think. <laughs> Which is probably even funnier. To tell you the truth. <laughs> I think maybe we would want to say más esa cosa, but that would make it make more sense and be like more more that thing would be that but that would i don't know fuck my brain doesn't work that hurts bienvenidos a nuestro podcast mm, there we go uh i've just been watching um natties into rom-coms so we've been you uh, are loving that yeah we've been watching some old 90s rom-coms that she's never seen before so like practical magic you've got mail while you were sleeping oh, um, so we're just sleeping. gonna Tick, tick off all our favorite rom-coms and, and, and shove them down her face. So, hashtag loving it. I watched the first episode of House of the Dragon because I couldn't help mm. myself. That opening's wicked with all the blood. Yep. I saw it was on someone's stories. So yep. I was like, oh, it must be the new opening for the dragon thing. And all, of course, I was just singing in my head, wiener, fluffy wiener, 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 fluffy wiener. Yeah. I... I think I might be drawn into it. I think I might mm. like it. Are there any wieners? Not we. Uh, I didn't see it. There uh, were no wieners yet. Not yet. There haven't been. A, there's hardly been any wieners and boobs since like season three. We need your flop. We need your floppy dicks out. Like the 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 tits and ass started disappearing in season four. It was not as mm. prominent as it was in previous seasons. It's okay. I need to hire someone to dust my house. Do you know anyone? I don't know. My ex bitch probably would have done it. I fucking hate dusting. You have to move everything. Mm-hmm. Everything you moved has to get dusted. Then you have to clean the shelf. Then you have to put it all back. Meh. Yeah, it's a lot. Might as well just fucking move and leave the house and burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> easier to burn the house down. It's easier to move than to clean. 
Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure a lot of people do think. <laughs> I, I'm sure they do. I went to Mackinac Island with my mom. Fun. How did that? How did that go? It was a good time. Um, the first night we j- we went to Mackinac City so that we could take an early boat over to the island. Um, so we get to Mackinac City and like floor of our motel is damp and it smells like really strong cleaning solution and um you know it's got one of those like really loud fans where it's like (laughs) in the bathroom and we were like okay well so it's a motel a single story motel a shit's creek motel in mackinac city it's two stories it's a um quality in and sweets but let me tell you it was not quality. Oh, it sounds like my La Quinta Inn. Yeah, and, they uh, clearly had repaneled. Baltimore. They clearly had repaneled all the walls, so the walls actually looked kind of nice. They had like the just like plain wood, or it looked like the inside of a cabin, but like the bathroom door was like the like brown fake wood from the eighties. <laughs> You're imagining sounds it just like like. It looks like they've tried to update, but yep. shit's still falling apart there for some is. reason. There it is. So we go to go to the pool, and the pool is closed. And we have like eight people on the way when we realize that the pool is closed. Be like, didn't they tell you that the pool was closed? N- no. No one told us that. Obviously not. And then on the pool thing, it says use the Fairfields next door. But like, it didn't say... Which next door was the Fairfield? Is it the hotel on the left side or the hotel on the right side? So we start going to the wrong way and people are still being like, you're so stupid. Will somebody please tell us where the fuck to go? So we get inside it and it is so gross and run down. It's, it's an indoor pool at the Fairfield next door. But there is this like family and this man and these two children. And then these fucking teenagers get in there and are just like, with like splashing loudly and being loud and like can't you read the room bud there's people here just chill this this is a chill pool cut it out with whatever crap you're doing so my mom and I left and I went to go take a shower in because I wanted to rinse the chlorine off of me and the shower handle came off in my hand oh no (laughs) so was the water on when it fell off nope it wasn't on it was still off I just tried to move it and it 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 moved right out of the wall (laughs) fuck i know so i say to candy this is the crappiest motel that i have stayed in in a long time and she goes this crappy motel was 150 dollars a night oh you need to get your money back man (laughs) Uh -uh. gross mackinac city is like that i know i know that's just like not updated at all What's bad about it is they got you by the balls up there because they know there's nowhere else to go. There's nowhere else to go. So we get up and we take the train, the um, ferry over, and there are two cruise ships parked there. Two, not one, two. So we're like, fuck, the island is just going to be crawling with people. But nice. Our hotel is right at the top of this little hill thing. Like you get off the ship. You get off your the ferry, you go up the, the dock, and our hotel was right there. And that was great. So we just got to, like, 
check in with the porter, leave our stuff, and go explore. And we went across the street to this place called Pancake House. And I had this stuffed French toast. And that stuffed French toast was so incredibly delicious. I just loved it. And then Candy and I just like wandered up and down. And we went for a walk. So we wandered up and down the streets in the shopping part. And then we kept going like past the boats and past the other resorts, you know. And we just walked down the street and looked at stuff. And we went to the butterfly house. And all the butterflies were landing on me. Aww. Well... I took my sunglasses off my head and put them in my hand and all the butterflies started landing on. So I had my rainbow sunglasses with the stripes uh and to their butterfly eyes very clearly looked like flowers. So they were, they all kept, so I was like, oh, well, I'm going to put them back my sunglasses back on my head. So all the butterflies keep landing. (laughs) So I look like I'm wearing a crown of butterflies. So all the butterflies keep coming to my head. But I I felt very special and loved. (laughs) Butterflies all loved me. Next time when you go uh, spray like some sugar water on your frame so they do have a little... A little something, so they have something a little snack. to eat. A little, a little snacky snack. A little snack. So we had a really great time at the Butterfly House. Um, we went up to the Mission Point um, resort. They have like a little golf thing, and I was like, I want a cocktail. I want to. I want to. I want a tiki cocktail. It was like sunny out and nice, and by the water. Uh-huh. So I got a Bahama Mama. It was one of the worst I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life. It was made with orange, like orange juice from concentrate and you could taste that it was orange juice right. from concentrate like from the, the 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 free breakfast at the you know holiday inn that's exactly that what it tasted yeah. like uh-huh. it tasted like free breakfast orange, orange concentrate juice concentrate orange juice concentrate orange juice yeah. it was really gross um we walked all the Sounds way like up like the mai tai i had at a <laughs> hard rock cafe oh my god yes which i sent back i just drank it it was fine i I couldn't. I was like, I've never done this, man. I'm real sorry, but I cannot. I cannot drink this. I'm an alcoholic. I can't even drink that. We walked all the way up to the last building, which is um, Small Point, which is the one that Mark and his family and I would stay at, um, where I wrote them the mean review online. Do you recall this story? Yes. So um, like a curfew or something. Yeah, that was one of the things. All right. So first off, um, she was really strict. So, do you remember what time I normally get up, Shannon, in my life? Like, what time do I normally get up? Uh, like 9, 10, 11 a.m.? 10. Yeah. I would say 10 is, like, around the average, right? You're right. Between 9 and 11, 100%. Like, if we're talking about a, a, bell, curve. a bell curve. But, like, 10 really is that, like, center, right? And so... um the continental breakfast was over at 10 and so every morning it was me like trying to rush down there to get food but she would just be like pulling it away and if I got down there at 10.02 she would just be like no like not let me have anything right bitch I can't roll my eyes hard enough it's a bed and breakfast yeah right keep it up till 11 man who the fuck gives a fuck right let especially if you only have four guests and you know one of them hasn't eaten yet Right. Why not just leave it out five more minutes because because that's when I got up, right? And um, I decided to do a puzzle just because I wanted to because we were there for like five days and I was didn't want to do anything on the island. I just wanted to chill out. And she got in my business multiple times because she clearly thought that puzzles were for rainy days and what the hell was I doing inside doing a puzzle on a nice day? Who cares? None your business. Who gives a flying fuck? And then, yeah, the curfew thing was this. Mark and I were, um, you know, 27, 26 years old. He was 26, I was 27. So we wanted to get drunk. We wanted to go drinking on the island. 
and she got all pissy because she wanted to lock the doors of the house for the night and did not want us to go out because she didn't want us to she didn't and I was like we can lock the door when we get back like who again who gives a flying fuck you're really going to sit here and tell guests at your bed and breakfast that they can't go out at night because you want to lock the door so I said that it was a I gave it three stars and said it was a great place to stay if you're elderly or boring (laughs) do you point that out and tell the whole story to your mom oh yep that's exactly what happened (laughs) I told the whole story of all of this there's other things too that I'm not thinking of right now um, oh, but one of the things that was insane was I, I just felt like I was intruding on someone's house the whole time. Where did right? you leave the review? Google or TripAdvisor? TripAdvisor, okay. Uh, TripAdvisor review. We'll have to find it and post it for everyone to read. <laughs> um, so the owners had stopped wanting to run it. These people who ran it now were previous guests. They were old guests who who loved it and came so much that the owners let them start running it. And the weekend, so we were there between two weeks, the weekend we were there that was leading up to it was the race weekend, whereas there's like the yacht race or whatever, boat, sailboat race. I don't fucking know what kind of boat it is, okay? There's a race by the island. And so the owners came back for the race weekend and took over the whole bed and breakfast. And I said this in my review. I was like, you should not have had guests there then. You should not have had guests there while the owners were there and taking over the whole place. It was phenomenally uncomfortable. I felt like I was in someone's house Mm -hmm. and that I wasn't allowed to do anything. That is not how you should feel when you are paying for a place to fucking stay. Yeah. So it was, yeah. So I told my mom that whole story and then we walked back and we did some more shopping and we had dinner at the Pink Pony and we were right out, like right out on the lake. Like it was like, and at dinner at the Pink Pony, I ordered a rum runner, and that was very good. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> like, don't you hate it when you just have to keep drinking because your drinks weren't good enough? Right. <laughs> please be good. Please be good. Please, please be, be good. good. Please be good. Please be good. Um, I can't remember what else we did. We just like, oh, we went to the um, art museum, which I've never been to before. Oh, that was really good and fun. fun. Yeah. And then we stayed at Murray's Hotel, which I personally believe has the best fudge on the island. I brought you some Mackinac Island fudge from Murray's. I want to hear what you thought. What'd you think? It was delicious. We had a, what was the lemon? It was lemon meringue. Lemon meringue fudge. And then a grasshopper chocolate mint. And then a sea salt caramel, which is delicious and I might eat all of um, I actually didn't get any of that for myself. So like when we go sneak to eat more of it later, maybe you should just like give me a little taste. I think you need a taste. Because I didn't get any of that for myself. I mean, I have some right here. Right <laughs> Amazing. Here. Like legit right here. <laughs> the, um, the only reason I'm not eating it is because. We're on the podcast. And it's like. It's really gross to listen to yeah. us eat. Uh, the grasshopper I really enjoyed, but I thought was a tiny bit too minty. Like, I just thought the mint was a little bit overpowering, yeah. but I still thought it was a delicious enough to buy for you. Yeah. So. No, I liked all of them. I got myself, guess what flavor combination I purchased for myself. Chocolate peanut butter. <gasps> oh my God, Shannon. It's you like I know you. know me so well. Yes. I bought two different kinds of chocolate <laughs> peanut butter. Two different kinds. I bought chocolate peanut there butter. There wasn't a third option that was like crunchy. There was, there was another. A peanut. Snickers? Was there, there, a Snickers? there was plain peanut butter. 
There was Snickers. And Ooh, there... peanut butter fudge is actually really delightful. It's so it's like good. Straight up peanut butter fudge. Yeah, it's just, it tastes like sweet peanut butter, like sweet, creamy peanut butter. But I was trying to not overdo it for myself. So I got peanut butter explosion, which was chocolate peanut butter, chocolate peanut butter, which was just chocolate and peanut butter fudge swirled together. And then I got cookies and cream, which is a white chocolate fudge on the bottom and then has the Oreo cookies on top. And just because when I taste tested it, I really enjoyed that one. So that was what I, I, I only got as much for myself as I got for you and your family. <laughs> I got a ton for Joe and Ashley and Zelda because Zelda was supposed to come with us on this trip and Zelda got COVID. Oh no. And then Ashley got COVID and mm, then Joe got COVID. Like you do. Yep. I we're getting COVID this year. I know it. No one's wearing masks in no my house. Masks. No one's wearing masks out in the world. And we're doing a lot of high um, risk things. Like going to concerts and have a student athlete and no one in school is wearing a mask. And she doesn't want to wear a mask because she doesn't want to be the only student wearing a mask. And I was like, you don't want to die in the U.S. So I highly recommend you wear a mask. <sighs> so it was we, really we, impressive that Anina agreed to be that one kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think she felt that way. She felt she agreed with me. Like she didn't see it as an issue because she like legit didn't want to die here. Don't so, die in the U.S. Yeah. You're not covered. Yeah, don't get sick. Can't get sick. Period. No one can get sick here. Can't get a cold. Can't get strep throat. Don't can't get it. a sinus infection. Don't do it. Can't get nothing. Don't. Don't so, do it. I did oh order her God, some. She's about... like, I can't wear them over my nose. I'm like, then you might as well just not even wear one. Yeah. Like, because that's the whole point is to block your breathing holes. So. Did you hear about the woman who could not get, so she has, I can't remember what it was, but basically she throws up all the time. Mm -hmm. She can't. She's a comedian. Uh, or an actress or an actress comedian. So she went to her insurance people to be like, hey, I really need you guys to give me the coverage for this. Because what it is, is Botox, but it is injected into her stomach. Uh-huh. Right. Botox in her stomach. Yeah. To keep her from throwing up all the time. Right. So she, on a TikTok video, went to her insurance and then just barfed everywhere. Good. And then they were like, we will look into it, right? Finally taking it serious now that they got public, whatever. And she goes, but then a couple, so I'm like having hope for it. It was incredible. The whole thing was amazing. I'm having hope for her. And then she says that they decided that it was cosmetic. And she was like, yeah, because like I hit my mid thirties and decided that I really wanted my stomach to look like nice and flat. <laughs> right. They use Botox for migraines in your forehead. It says Botox to keep her from throwing up constantly because she has something that's making her throw up. So it would stop her stomach muscles from moving all the time like that. Did she go to a gastroenterologist for that? Yeah. And the gastroenterologist was the one who said you need Botox treatments for your yeah. for your issue. And they said it's cosmetic. I wonder if um, the neurologist will, if a neurologist can get it covered. Yeah. Because they cover it for migraines. It's an interesting proposition. It's be I'm sure it's because it's an unusual it's an unusual treatment. Yeah, it's an unusual treatment. And so they they decide they don't want to cover it. Yeah. But I love that she just went into their office and threw up everywhere. I love that for her. <laughs> I love that for us. What a fucking icon. <laughs> Go fight for it. Yeah. Go fight for your right to treatment and care because that's the whole fucking purpose of having insurance. But I still love that 
her they her internal Botox injections into her stomach are considered cosmetic. Cosmetic. Those are cosmetic. Yeah. I know that I reached... Because I need toit abs. I need... Yep. I toit need the, abs, I need please. Really, I just need my stomach to look more smooth now that I'm in... And I'm one of those belly whistlers internal for my organs. professor. And so I just need my belly hole to be nice and smooth for my belly whistling. Mm-hmm. Killing me. So Catherine the other day asked me on the couch um, about periods. And okay, Here which we is are. fine because I've she's been walking in on me every day of her life since she was born, so she knows what a period is. She like she she knows what happens, um, but she had like very specific questions this time because we had seen an ad on Hulu for period packs for ten year olds. Mm. And baby size panty liners mm. and pads and for ten year olds, ten year old baby bodies, and <laughs> which like sent me on a slight tailspin, not like a super tailspin because I share everything with my daughter, mm-hmm. so she asked me a question, I answered it um but so I emailed I texted all my sisters and and asked them when did all their girls get their periods. All the Wilhelm girls have gotten their periods at 11. Mm-hmm. My youngest Wilhelm, not counting Catherine, the one that is Carolyn's age, 11, got hers like three weeks ago. So I'm like, motherfucker. How old were you? I don't remember. I was like fifth. I was like sixth, seventh grade. Because I remember talking about it a lot in middle school and getting like shamed for it because I didn't have anyone to, I, I didn't have any girlfriends to talk about it to at home. Yeah. So I would try to talk to the girls in gym about it and like they would make fun of me. So I it was in middle school and it was like sixth or seventh grade. I can't remember. Yeah. I remember begging my mom not to tell my dad and she did anyway. He came in and congratulated me. I was mortified. My little girl's all grown up. And he pats me on the shoulder. And I was just oh, like, Dad! That's the worst. Go away! Um, My mom really liked the, like, big pads. It's like yeah. fucking boats. And um, I... I love a good pad boat. Gotta, <laughs> gotta get that front to back cover, especially when you're sleeping. I... I never had that problem. My period will slow down while I sleep. It doesn't really, it doesn't really period. I mean, mine does now. No, but it did. It did then. It didn't but when I was younger. I discovered that I loved the ultra thin with wings. Yes, they're the best. Right? <gasps> ultra thin always with wings. I loved those. Mm. And, and my dad always did the grocery shopping. He, and so he would say, like write specifically what you want. And I would say, I would like write it off of the package, like mm-hmm. exactly how heavy the flow, exactly what size, <laughs> like <laughs> the orange package. Right. Right. Like I would They're orange envelopes. <laughs> right. So it'd be like, you know, beans, lettuce, chicken thighs, always ultra thin maxi with wings, heavy uh, flow, pink, pink, pink product with the, you know, like all the things, <laughs> medium flow with the, this size and the, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> one of the lines. <laughs> and so then apparently he started buying those for my mom, not realizing that that was me. And she lost it at him and was like, I hate those things. They stick to my pubes. 
Oh no, that's too much TMI. No. They're supposed to stick to your underwear. If your pad wings are sticking to your pubes, I don't know what you're doing wrong, but you're doing it wrong. Right. I don't know what you're doing, but you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. So anyway, yes, I discovered I loved those, the always ultra thin with wings. Because my mom's little pad boats would just like... They're giant. I used to wear giant boats too. And then when they they came out with the ultra thin with wings, that was was a revolution. There were a revolution. There were a revolution in my life. My, um... I think we'll get period panties, especially if she has it young at 10 or 11. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to have pads. Yeah. They're, so they're terrible. And period yeah. panties are great. Mm-hmm. I just bought new ones again. I'm just I'm obsessed with buying. Right now, I am I'm depressed and I just keep buying shit. <laughs> like I don't need more period panties. My period panty situation is currently fine. Yeah. Mine are okay. They're getting a little funky, but they're fine. Like I have black and some black and purple ones now. I did increase my collection. So So I this, I realized, I said this, and I expected it to be shocking, but it wasn't because so many girls get their periods at like 10 and 11, that I lost my last tooth and got my period three months apart from each other. And both of those <laughs> things happened in eighth grade. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure I still had teeth before, when I had my period, for sure. I lost. Yeah, because I had those eye teeth. I remember that I clacked together. Yeah. Yep. And I, I think I was... Eighth, eighth grade when I lost those. I lost my, I had that too. And I lost my last eye tooth when I was like it, October of eighth grade and the end of October, eighth grade. And then I got my first period end of January, eighth grade, mm. three months apart between mm. losing mm. my last tooth and, and getting my first period and both were in eighth grade. One of my sister-in-laws was like, I have a book. Would you like my book that I had the girls read? And I was like, no, I don't need your fucking book because i just talked to my daughter about it anyway mm-hmm. like this is not gonna be new or a shock to her like maybe we'll have one of those period parties you know that some people do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, that would have been fun a period party yeah i will totally come over for Kay's period party yeah i will bring some of my favorite period snacks i'll be like these are the things that comfort me but you have to find the things that comfort you <laughs> Like chocolate, Stover's neck and cheese. Yeah. Well, ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, chocolate have covered, some, chocolate um, covered pretzels. Pretzel flips. I used to buy those all the time. <laughs> the flips. The chocolate covered pretzels. We'll have Ugh. that red cake. What's that red cake? Red velvet. Red velvet cake. We'll have a red velvet cake. Maybe I'll be super embarrassing and I'll put it in the shape of a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I do have those penis and boob pans still. So Wonderful sure i can make the penis look like a vagina mm-hmm. <laughs> this is one of our best episodes of all time <laughs> speaking of um this might be the last episode of season 10 it might be because this is we're recording this august 30th but i will post this on september 6th which i think is our anniversary ish mm. anniversary ish our, our actual first episode was on september 11th <laughs> That we recorded or yep, that we posted? That we, that we recorded. All right. So I think the next, our next recording, when we record on the 6th, we should have be like... Anniversary episode. Anniversary episode, season 11. I love that. All right, you guys. Yeah. Um, those of you out there in listening land, this will go up that same day. So if you hear this, 
and it is not nighttime yet. <laughs> Tweet us questions and stuff. We would love yeah, to hear from you. Yeah, send us some feedback. We're on year 11. What would you like to see? What would you, what would be funny to add? What should we take away? Like, have we run the course of white guys we hate? Do you love internet meme of the week? So let us know. We only have a few bits, and we're happy to add more, and we're happy to mix it up. So let us know what you want to hear. Yeah, all of that. All of that. Um, let's see. But yeah, message us, slide into our DMs, because it will go up at like 4 in the morning Tuesday. Right. So you'll hear this. Exactly. Bright and early in the morning. If you listen to We it don't record till 9 o'clock at night, so you have all day to listen and send our, your feedback in. Correct. Correct. And if you miss it, that's okay. Still message us, and we'll add it to the next episode the next week. Holy. Holy crap. Holy crap. Oh, God Imagine that. Rude. Rude. What are you reading? Um, I went to go look at pod, our podcast to get the number, but then I noticed that Meddling Adults had updated recently, and I got really fucking excited because I loved Meddling Adults. And the last time... Oh, I wrote it down. We're 326. Last time they dropped a new episode was September 2021. What? It's been a full year since they had an episode. And so I was really excited that Meddling Adults... Dropped an episode and it says, Feed Drop, who is the most heroic animal of all time? Head, heart, gut preview. So it's not even content from their podcast. It's content from another podcast. Right, so that's what happened just now. Mm. Well, this is episode 326. I got it. Are we are we wrapping up? Is it that time? Uh, we are at 53 minutes. So we can start considering maybe thinking sometime in the near future of maybe possibly wrapping it up. Okay. <laughs> well, I I do want to complain then about um about my family trying to plan our Disney vacation. Oh yes, 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 Disney vacation drama. So, um, I talked my family into getting a two bedroom villa, um, at Old Key West Resort, so that we could have a more amenable sleeping situation. And it sleeps nine people. And there is a king bed bedroom. So there's a king bed in one bedroom. And there is a queen pullout in the living room and a twin pullout in the living room. And there are two queen beds in the other bedroom. Yep. Okay. Nine people. Nine people. Um, so I'm thinking, all right, well, Ca Candy and Brian did this because they know that I have sleep issues. So, like, clearly I'm going to get the bedroom by myself. <laughs> You're so funny. That's not how parents work. No, no, <laughs> they get all. the king bedroom, mm -hmm. and you have to share a room with Joseph and the child, or sleep on the couch. You okay, know this. Maggie. Question: How is that better than having two hotel rooms? It's not. It's not. It's not better than having two hotel rooms to make you do that. Might as well just have two hotel rooms so Joseph and Ashley get a, two beds, and your parents have two beds, and ones for you and ones for them. So the villa was not better if they're going to make you sleep on a goddamn couch. I mean, Candy was trying to. She was trying to. I slept like shit the whole time that I was at Mackinac with her. Like, I just couldn't. Like, every time she woke me up, then I was up. And I kept pointing it out to her. And it got to the point where she was like, I think you need a sleep study. And I was like, this is not how it ever is at home. You're like, no, I don't need a sleep study. I'm just a light sleeper. I am a light sleeper. And she was like, you know what? Maybe that's because you need a CPAP machine. You're a light sleeper because you need one. Like, she is seriously 
okay, you want to pay for me to have a sleep study? I'll go get a sleep study. She fine. Like, did she hurt my herself? My brother has one. My best friend has one. Did she hurt herself stretching that hard? Like, ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. She just has to have. She just has to have the king bed. Like, I am trying to not sleep. Maybe you and her should sleep in the king bed, and your dad can sleep on the couch. <laughs> that was one of our many <laughs> options that we came up with as options. The one that she was like, okay, no, hear me out. Don't, <laughs> don't, oh, just wait till the end. Joe and Ashley have the queen's room. Your dad and I have the king room and you sleep in the living room. And then as soon as we get up, you move into our bed. No. 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 Plus, they're going to um, Cocoa Beach for... Equally as long as they are going to be at Disney World and they will have their king bed then. They will have their king bed for half of the trip. By themselves. By themselves. We'll be there for Whoop, two days. there it is. Go. Just. Just. Jesus. Just Jesus. Just Jesus. Like, I d- personally, I actually, like, when I'm sleeping by myself, I don't give a fuck how big the bed is. And when I'm sleeping with another person, I guess I do want a king bed, but it's because I... You like the starfish a I little do, bit. I do. I like to... I, I take up a lot of room while I sleep, so I do want to be in a king bed when I'm with someone. But here's what I don't understand. If my parents sleep comfortably in a queen bed every single night, I don't understand why they need a king on vacation. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, if the bedroom that had a bed by itself was... A, was a twin-sized bed, I would be delighted by that. I would <laughs> not give a fuck. I just need a what door Disney that can should close. do is like two queens and then like three twins. Yeah. They didn't even shouldn't do a king. It should be three twins. So you have like a kid room and an adult room. I love that. T- listen, Disney. Yeah. Stop giving people king-sized beds, which we don't need because we all know there's a third child sleeping in there to begin with <laughs> just give us three twins or bunk beds and two twins mm-hmm. well more to come on that because that's not happening till february so i betcha we will continue to have family disney vacay drama have updates discussions oh now until then and candy also goes you um you're responsible for your own park tickets i hope you can afford that can you afford that and i was like i don't fucking know yep i'll just uh what I can get afford? on my knees and suck some dick at the gate and get an old crusty man to get me in for free i don't know what i can afford in <laughs> february i don't know how many kids i'm gonna have this year i have no idea what is going on in my life you're asking me before the school year has started for me to predict how many clients i will have i don't have a fucking idea <laughs> so but I do, I texted Julie and I said, I know you probably don't know because like they're still dicking them around on tickets, but this is when I'll be there and you would need two park days. So let me know when you know what you can do. And she goes, I've got tickets for you because, because my Julie loves me and my yeah, Julie always has, delightful. always has tickets for me. So I go to mom, I go, yes, I can afford my tickets. <laughs> Speaking of, I have a super funny story about Julie, which you saw play out in our group text. Yeah. I went to that reunion weekend and... Uh, my my bestie Vic, Vicky um, is friends with one of our old friends from student government and so I reconnected with him through Facebook haven't talked to him in over 20 years and so like now we're in each other's feeds and I saw when I became friends with him that Julie was a friend of his too I was like oh that's like a really weird coincidence holy crap and 
so Julie has been seeing me comment on his stuff recently. And so she messaged me. was like, how do you know Stu? I was like, I went to college with Stu. How do you know Stu? She goes, I went to college with Stu. I was like, I don't remember us going to Central at the same time. She's like, no, I, I graduated in 04. I was like, I graduated in 01. So I missed Julie by a hair. But Stu was still there for all of 2001 mm-hmm. when I graduated in like, I, I like I I was basically off campus. I only had to finish one class. So I left campus in like December of 2000, but I didn't graduate till April 2001, mm-hmm. but I wasn't on campus at all. Right. Like I just had one class to finish and I basically did that virtually and and then I walked with some friends. So Julie and I didn't overlap at all, but I think Stu graduated he says he, on his profile, he says he graduated in 01 also. So he must have graduated in December, which means he partied all that summer and fall with Julie, which was hilarious. She had pictures in her scrapbook of her and him hanging out at his fraternity house partying. I was like, oh my God. Because I was like, oh, did you go to high school with him? She was like, no, I went to college with him. I was like, What? So funny, ha, ha, ha. That is, Super small, it's even smaller world, huh? It is an even smaller world. It's a small world after all. All right, are we ready for some internet things of the week? I am still that. Am I the asshole living rent-free in my head, by the way? Should I read it? Yeah, let's do Should it. Should I read that one? Yeah, do it. The one do about it. the wedding. Do it, yeah, okay. do it. Okay. Living rent-free. Probably the only one to legit live rent-free in my head for a few hours. Ah, okay. Am I the asshole for not taking down a video that was a gift from my best man? Well, I'm just, I know, I know the story, but I'm going to share my initial thoughts, which is like, no slash maybe, because like, it's a gift. So it should remain online or you have the right to do whatever you want with it. But if it's something like hurtful the best man has done to like the groom and the bride like maybe it shouldn't be left up okay, so right. those are like my initial thoughts I I also really enjoy trying to prejudge what I think yeah. is going to happen I have a sister who is six years older than me my parents for years cancel on me last minute because of my sister I have a basketball game oops sorry sister doesn't feel like going out I'm graduating oops sorry sister had a bad day at work they have missed both major and minor events in my life because of her meltdowns. I met the love of my life. We decided to tie the knot. From the beginning, I told my parents how I am worried my sister will ruin another special moment in my life. My mom told me over and over again that will not happen. The day of my wedding, I received a voicemail from my mom saying that they couldn't come because my sister's dog was sick. Go fuck yourself. And she was upset. In a voicemail? In a voicemail. Couldn't even like double ring him, make sure he picks it up. Couldn't right. get a hold of the wife to like deliver that news mm-hmm. in person. Mm-mm. Also, not not her dog died. Dog doesn't feel well. Dog doesn't feel well. I was Fuck hurt. Off. My best friend is a, my best man is a jokester. He took my phone, then went to my fiance and asked if he could post a video of our wedding as a gift on social media. She loved the idea. I had no idea about it until I came home. Our honeymoon was at a lakeside cabin with no cell service. The post caption was... So he, so he took his phone away from him on wedding day yep. 
And he didn't, he got the phone back at the end of the night, but he didn't check anything because he's like, it's my fucking wedding. I'm going right to my honeymoon and I'm just going to like ghost everyone and spend quality time with my bride. Correct. Okay. So like a week or two go by. Right. The post caption was my best friend. He is an amazing person. Even if his parents never showed up for him. Oh, snap. (laughs) The video up for him. Never showed up for him. Period. 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 The video was pictures, was still pictures of us next to her parents, me on the dance floor. So he was taking those pictures, right? Yeah, Uh, he's taking those pictures with his phone all night long. Right. On the, uh, next to her parents, on the dance floor, cutting the cake. Pictures where you would normally see both sets of parents in the wedding pictures. The sound behind the video was my mom's voicemail explaining how she couldn't come to my wedding because my sister's dog was sick. Oh my God, that's so priceless. I came home a week later to hundreds of messages, family members (laughs) from both sides insisting I take it down. I was told my sister hasn't stopped crying. My mom is refusing to leave the house. Wow, wow. Maybe I may be the asshole here. I didn't take it down when I got those messages. I didn't call my family back right away. I waited until my vacation time was over at work and I'd enjoyed my time with my new wife in our new home before I contacted anyone. My dad told me to take down the video. It was, quote, just a bad night for them, that they will make it up to me and my wife for not coming. My reply was exactly, how do you plan to make up my wedding? It is a once in a lifetime thing. You chose to ignore my feelings on the whole matter. Then he just repeated, he will make it up to me. I told him, I will take down the video when he makes up missing my wedding. Flustered, we both hung up the phone before we said things that we shouldn't have. Am I the asshole here? I could have just taken down the video. Absolutely not. He's, (laughs) his fucking family's lucky that That he's even talking to to them. Because if that happened to me, if if my sister Jenny fucked up one more thing in my life, I would, and I got that phone message from my parents, I would have called them back immediately and said, don't bother coming. Matter of fact, don't bother ever calling me again. You are dead to me. And Mm -hmm. I would have hung up on them and blocked them on my phones. Yeah. Not, I feel like this bestie is like you, man, like protecting your people. Like, oh, I am so tired of you hurting my friend and being shitty parents. We're going to call you out publicly yeah. and let everyone know how what, what a bunch of assholes you really are. What did Stephen Colbert say last week that I already forgot? Like, my new kink is um, oh, God, consequences. Yeah. My kink is consequences. All right. I love this. Answer, not the asshole. I think I'm in love with the best man. (laughs) He absolutely showed your parents favoritism and hypocrisy in the best way ever. I hope there will never be an invite to a baby shower or any other major life event. And then this comment got me in the feels. He was angry seeing his friend get hurt over and over. I love that Mm -hmm. kind of friend. Yeah, he was angry. He was tired of it himself. Mm -hmm. And the friend just taking it because that's how it is. Mm -hmm. All right, I also have an internet thing of the week. This is a tweet that I read you earlier that made me laugh. I lost my pants. I lost my pants laughing. Last month, I did the unthinkable, and I finally threw out that box of unloved cables I've dragged around with me through adulthood. 
Today I realized that I needed one of them and I have no idea how to find the replacement. <laughs> Consider this a warning to you all. I love it. We have a bo- we have a big drawer downstairs in our TV thingy. I have a bag up here at my own desk full of all sorts of random Apple and you know Android cords that I don't know what they fucking go to. Mm-hmm. But I have to reference it ever so often when I need a cord for something and I know right. I just can't find it. Yep. Yep. I had this mouse is rechargeable mm-hmm. and I'm always losing the cord to this fucker. And I literally went through every goddamn cord I had. And I finally called Scott. I was like, where is the mouse cord? It's a it's a white cord. It has an extra little notch on it because it has to like go deep into this mouse head. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I know where it is. And he, he couldn't remember where he saw it, though, but he knew he had used it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Guess where he fucking found it? I found it charging the PlayStation controllers. It's a mouse cord charging my PlayStation controllers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. All right. Well, <laughs> on that note, you can find us. The fucker of mothers. The fucker of mothers. On that note. <laughs> you can... You can find us on Facebook, um, that more thing. You can find us on iTunes. It's not iTunes. I still want to say that. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and Stitcher. And you can interact with us on Twitter, especially about what you want to see for season 11. I am Maggie on Twitter, at Brain of Maggie. And I'm Shannon at Shannon's Party. And this has been episode 300-something-6. 26. 26. I looked it up and everything. 326. 326 of That More Thing with Shannon and Maggie. Bye. Bye. Adios. Adios, amigos. Check you out. Let me go. Wild.